You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Welcome to Fanatics. It is a very special Valentine's Day edition. We're at Fanatics. We put the VD in Valentine's Day. We are here with the great Fabrizio Capano. Thank you. Thank you for having me in this very special day. Uh, I feel that we are dating, kind of. Oh, we are. I've seen you how many times this week? Uh, Two. Oh, you came to one of my shows. It was so cute. I went to one of your shows. I asked for your number, then I, t- I started texting you like yeah. in the middle of the night. Like you did, and then we started. You took me out for drinks. I took you out for drinks. That was fun. It was very, very beautiful. So you could say that we're kind of spending like our Valentine's Day together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially because all the tech issues that we had, uh, I think it's like half of Valentine's Day we've been in this room yeah. together, <laughs> waiting for who? Waiting for the magic hat to happen. Waiting for the world's shittiest producer, head Tommy. <laughs> He's at the other side of it, or he's he's quick. Who knows? He checked out already. He checked out about probably six months ago. I would think. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. Do you know the origins of Valentine's Day, Fabrizio? I hate. I hate the Valentine's you Day. Ha- do you just hate in general? I hate. <laughs> I. I often hate. I have to say, when I was when I was growing up, there was not a thing. Yeah, you no guys one cares about Valentine's this Day in Chile. Yeah, no one cares. I mean, am it, I saying that right? Correctly, by the way, Chile. You can say it any way you want. Chile, that's or Chile. That's the cool thing about like small countries. We're not yeah. into like, hey, say my country. You guys way. also have baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. By the way, uh, and this is like completely off topic, but the other day, long Chile was trending topic. Long Chile. You know what is long Chile? What's a long Chile? You know, like the shape of Chile. Yeah. Okay. It's it was like, like on the coast. It's in the coast of and it's South very America. Narrow. Very narrow. Like you told the rest of the countries, fuck you. You're not getting to the coast, you fucking assholes. Exactly. You can have as much of the land as you fucking want, but the coast, nah, bitches, that's ours. The thing is like Long Chile is the theory of Chile can go all the way to the north. <laughs> and this is like a picture that I'm showing you to you. <laughs> so basically it's from the tip of South America all the way north of Alaska. And it's just the entire... And I think like that. part of uh, of uh, California will be Long Chile. Long Chile, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. So is that happening or no? Uh, I'm working on this. I'm, this is my project for this year, making so, Long Chile happen. So you are like a revolutionary figure in Chile, right? Not now, really. Right? Nah. Time, what's going on in Chile, real quick? Uh, well, there was a what huge is going on in Chile? Social turmoil by October 18. Uh, people were angry because of like for 30 years things can be like kind of unfair and uh, what happens like I think it's like happening in a lot of countries in the world is like capitalism is getting to extreme so the people from the middle class is pushing to like the lower middle class and the rich get like richer and richer so at some point you can't live in the same city because it's so expensive and you're not making enough money yeah. so you get started getting debt and then they raised the subway nothing like 0.5 dollars or something and people were nuts and start burning down everything but now it doesn't happen in october so it's been like a lot of things happen now and one of them is now they want to change the constitution right so it's going to be a referendum now in april uh to change if yes or no approve or disapprove to write a new constitution and of course i am the team that approve a new constitution because the one we have was was written no, by mean, the Pinochet What's, what's guys. happening with your football teams, your basketball teams, your baseball, the important stuff. It, like, it was funny because, like, the <laughs> the, the Chilean hooligans, can you the say, like, the, the soccer hooligans, they were, like, the one protecting against the cops the the people who were protest, protesting, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. So it was very interesting to see how 
all the this like soccer stuff. Wait, so the soccer hooligans were protecting the cops? No, no, no. We're protecting the people. Oh, interesting. Against the cops. That's so much better than European soccer hooligans that just beat up minorities. Shitty You know. But the funny thing is, like, they make this, this like beautiful thing to say, like, we waste so much time fighting against each other. You know, like all these teams right. fight against each other. And now, like, they find a common enemy. Yeah, is the yeah, cops. yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's fucking cool. So wait, 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 wait. Did you say that you're on the team that's writing the constitution for Chile? No, no I'm not in the team that. I'm in the team that want to approve the writing a new constitution. And there's gonna be like a second election. There's gonna be like an election. Chile's in for some fucking trouble, bro. I know. You can rewrite a constitution. <laughs> like, wait, who do we need to write this constitution? I know we need fucking Fabrizio. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm uh, I, I I had to be elected. I mean, I had to like go That's and campaign. Insane. I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not into that because it's like too much work. So you could be president of Chile in like seven years if you wanted to. I mean, this podcast I think is my platform. Yeah, this to is announce. We're going to launch the campaign. <laughs> I can be the Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, you can. of Chile. <laughs> Can I be your Chase Buttigieg? You are my Chase Buttigieg. Oh my god! Especially this is tonight, amazing. I want to be like your your shadowy liaison, liaison in the United States. Uh, I think I think you are. Okay, great. I want that. <laughs> for the people. Viva la revolution. Okay, so it is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Um, you you do you ever celebrate Valentine's Day? You have no. like. And and never done it. I'm so miserable that's and lonely. Why. I will never celebrate <laughs> any holidays of joy. With my wife, we don't celebrate this. With we, your wife, you guys don't celebrate. No, because every day is Valentine's Day. Because is for us, every day is Valentine's. It's the ma- massacre of Valentine's Day. Do you know how? Yeah, the Valentine's Day massacre. That was a real event. Yeah, Chicago mob, nineteen yeah, thirties. Yeah. When did Valentine's Day start? Did you know? I have no idea. It started in the year four ninety six. Can you believe what? that? From February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated the Feast of Lupercalia, the precursor to Valentine's Day. Men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain. Wow. The Roman romantics were drunk and naked. Young women would actually line up for the men to hit them because they believed this would make them fertile. So basically, wow. not much has changed. It's basically so the same. it's exactly the same celebration. Exactly. So I can't yeah. wait to go to uh, Spago tonight. And kill a dog and, and, and a sheep. Goat, and then the women just line up and each of the men whip them with the hides. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I'll see you tonight, Wolfgang. That'll be fun. Uh, why do you kill a dog? I don't know. It's like the sheep make kind of sense. You the know, goat? people being eating. Go- like, sorry, goats. Yeah. But like a dog? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That's the most disturbing part of it. Well, there's a lot of dog festivals in the world. Maybe but they like didn't kill the them. They didn't look at dogs in the they same way. They celebrate them. Did. They love them. Oh, no. In China, they kill like a million dogs in a festival. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you mm. know my theory on dogs? So God is punishing them <laughs> for attacking the dogs. That's the Jim Baker view of things anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's my theory on dogs. Okay, come on. Give you it know, to me. I think it makes sense that dogs are man's best friend, okay? Obviously, it started with the wolf. Yeah. Okay? So imagine, not Neanderthal man, Neanderthal man. <laughs> okay. Then Sino man. Then Sino man, but like early humans, okay? Okay. Now imagine you're sleeping on like a grass prairie in Africa. You're just open to all kinds of predators. Yeah, they can kill shit. you anytime. Okay? Then you form a symbiotic relationship with a pack of fucking wolves. Yeah. You're feeding them. At camp at night, they're warning you to fucking oncoming threats. And they become your friends. Yeah, and then you go hunting with them. They yeah. prove to be capable hunting companions. And then you start breeding them, and eventually somehow you get a shih tzu. And then you start, like, you know, combining their <laughs> different races into, like, make these monster yeah, dogs. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of mystery around the genetics of dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't. I, I feel like those dogs, who, like, they can't even breathe because it's like, no, it's, they, he's going to die in three years. Why? Because, like, <laughs> these dogs shouldn't be, like, having sex with each other. Oh, yeah, because you mean they're so, like, overbred now that yeah. you can't even do it. Turkeys, too. Do you know turkeys and chickens that we often eat? cannot breed because they've been so genetically fucking oh, no. modified. I don't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, these are the things I read on Thanksgiving instead of spending time. With your family. <laughs> with enjoying the turkey. your loved ones, yes. But Valentine's Day on that note yeah. can also be a very sad occasion. It is. You it know? is, yeah. People break up on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. People are lonely on Valentine's it's Day. It's a very Charlie Brown 
Very charged. People consciously uncouple. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. And the worst thing is like they get together in Valentine's Day. Like they start having a well, relationship. Well, that's just a lot of pressure. And it's like, oh, or, well, our, 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 our anniversary is Valentine's Day. And I think like that's <laughs> just Your worst. first date should never fucking be Valentine's no, Day. No. Okay, here's, a, here's some tips. Never go to a movie on your first date. Really? Why? I say no movie on I the like first movie. date. No, movie's not a good first date. So you don't know this person, and then you're just going to go sit in a movie theater and not talk to them, which is actually my idea of a good time. I think it's a good de- I mean, Maybe I'm talking the, myself It's a good way this. to know someone if they like the movie or they hate the movie the way, same way yeah. you feel about the yeah. movie. I just think it's like the biggest cop-out for a first date. Like mm. you should be charming on a first date. You should be talking on a first date. Yeah. You should be getting to know each other. Second date, third date, okay. But I say no movies... No comedy I shows I on never, the first date. I think I never had like an official date with anyone. Yeah. yeah never. I like that. I like never be like, Chile. You got it, that long Chile. You know that's the I mean? long Chile way that's to go. That's the long Chile lifestyle. I think in America, they love this idea of like first date, second date, third date. <laughs> we just hang out Sounds and suddenly someone have sex. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe we should stick together. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I think love isn't so much a positive feeling. It's just more the absence of hatred. Okay. And it's the tolerance of being able to live with somebody without hating them. Like, if you can live with somebody for 15 years without hating them, so it's a punishment. that is love. Okay. You know, I don't think it's a positive feeling. I think you feeling. have the wrong. <laughs> I just think it's an absence of a negative feeling. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Uh Maybe you're right because it's like a game of survival. Survival. Yeah, it's a game of survival. Like you have to like stick together with like 25 years and yeah. you know, like Game of Thrones seasons one through four, not season eight bullshit. I, and and I feel that you're right, but that's like the old way of thinking. Right. Is that the way our parents? What's the new way of thinking? No. Oh, well, I think our parents thought in the right way. I think our generation doesn't think in the right way. No, I think. I mean, I don't know what is like our our generation thinking. Most of our generation is like doing exactly the same. But then failing miserably, you know, <laughs> because now like they're so it's so easy to just get out of something. Yeah, it's so easy. Maybe it's good. They say that we marry later, but we divorce less. Uh, what about Marriage Story? Do you watch that movie? No. Why would I want to watch Marriage Story? Watching Marriage Story to me is like watching The Passion of the Christ. I don't want to watch someone get tortured Man, for two and a half hours. It was I watched it on a plane. Yeah, and I was it's like, brutal, probably it's right. Brutal. It's probably like, oh, I've had that fight. Oh, I've had that fight. No, no. The worst thing that's is that's why like, I do drugs to forget about that stuff, Fabrizio. I I think this movie is like, damn it, I will never get divorced because I don't want to go through all <laughs> go this. through all that. No, I don't want to have like lawyers and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's I like fucking. Nightmare. I liked Marriage Story, uh, the first time when it was called Revolutionary Road. That was that was a good one. That yeah. was like a two hour screen press, you know. I don't know. My just story move to Paris. Painful. Why don't you want to move to Paris? It's just like a it's, Paris. it's like a play. It it is. Well, it's from a novel, so it's oh, like okay. got that kind of like feeling yeah. to it. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I've never actually seen a Noah Baumbach movie. You watch a couple. It's like I think those movies. All the titles of those movies could just be like. White people, middle class white people, and their problems. I got the feeling it was like, oh, okay, Woody Allen is old and uh, everyone hate him. Let's make his movies, you know? <laughs> is he funny though? Like, Woody Allen movies are funny. He, he tried to be funny once in a while. Yeah, does but, it work? Meh. Yeah. But it's, very, it's very Woody Allen esque. Okay, maybe you know? I'll watch it. Did I tell you about the time, uh, the last ticket I bought to a Woody Allen movie? So Which I one? was going to see uh, Winston Churchill, my favorite racist okay Indi- my favorite racist against indians <laughs> winston churchill hated india famous guy complete racist but also horrible person saved western democracy well so one or the other you know what i mean you can't have both exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you know so i go to see that movie but the arc light down here which they say is owned by scientologists i don't know it's that it's a nice movie theater it's i love on, it it's on sunset yeah i think right and uh and i go there <laughs> and uh and they won't sell you a ticket to the movie after it's already started. Really? Which means they won't sell me any tickets to any movie I want to see. You know what I mean? Because I never make it but to movies that's on time. A, that's so weird. I think they're worried about like school shooters or some uh, shit like that. Okay. I don't Got know. Got it. That makes sense. Right. But anyways, so I go there and they won't sell me to the Gary Oldman, Winston Churchill, we'll fight in the doghouses, yeah, yeah. we'll fight on the beaches, we'll fight until, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Love that speech, right? And, uh, and so I had to buy... There was a Woody Allen with the Wonder Wheel 
with oh, Kate Winslet that was, like was two starting. Years ago? Yeah. Okay, and it was a nice little twenty-one-year-old, twenty-two-year-old woman selling me the ticket. I go, she won't sell me the Winston Churchill. So I go, okay, give me one to Wonder Wheel. The look on this woman's face. Really? To yeah. judge you with her to face? judge me. Like, I, it's like she looked at me like I just got hired to be oh. Harvey Weinstein's representation She's or like, something. Oh, so disappointed of this guy She's, that exactly. I just met. And she like hate punched all the things. Really? Like, put out the ticket and like gave it to wow. me. Wow. I was like, oh my God. And then I just snuck into, uh, what's it called? Gary Oldman. Did you like the movie? Which one, Gary Wonder, Oldman? Wonder Wheel? I never saw one. Ah, you went to, oh, okay, I okay, went okay, to yeah. the Gary Oldman movie. Ah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But anyways, okay, it is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. And we are going to do our conscious uncoupling NFL <clears throat> quarterback preview. The season is over. Okay, so season. There's, no, there's no games God going bless right the mighty Kansas City Chiefs. They've won. They've beaten the stock market or Silicon Valley 49ers. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I remember it's that. Over. That was the Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl. Yeah. That what was the famous did, did event called the Super Bowl. I just watched the halftime. You watched halftime. Yeah. Nice. Very good. So you watch uh, you watch Shakira the Super Bowl show. and J Lo. Yeah. I felt like very, basically very, how my mom watches the Super Bowl. I felt very represented by it. You felt very yeah. represented. It was very Latino. I don't get I don't get the controversy over the halftime show though. I don't know either. It's like all these people. Yo, if you voted for a porno president, you can't complain about a porno halftime show. But once again, it's like. And it's all those same people. I, 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 like, don't moralize. You can't moralize anymore. Your moralizing is over. And and, and then the halftime show is it's always being kind of like sexual in a way. You yeah. Know? It's like last year was like this guy, yeah. Adam Levine with no shirt. Right. You know? Always been yeah, like Adam Levine. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Adam Levine, Shakira, kill. or oh. J-Lo. Fuck, Mary kill. Do you know how the game works? I will, you gotta choose I will one marry, to fuck, one to marry, one to kill. I will marry Shakira. Okay. Who will you fuck? I, I fuck Adam Levine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'll, Those abs. I'll try to have sex. I'm, I'm not going to say fuck, but I'll try to have sex with J-Lo. Yeah. And uh, I feel really exhausted of trying. And then uh, what else? Oh, Adam, I kill Adam. I hate Maroon 5. I know I do too. I hate Maroon 5. It's so bad. It's so bad. And like they're the only quote-unquote rock band still around. White yeah. people make rock music again. You know what I mean? I think that, like, this is a problem. Like, well, remember when white people world? used to like guitars? Oh, bro, guitar yeah. solo. What happened to those white people? I don't know. But, like, I think this this is, like, Bon Jovi opened this door <laughs> for this kind of rock that is not rock. It's, like, this shitty pop rock. It's so bad. It is your, bon, John Bon Jovi, Moves this is like your Jagger. fault. Yeah, yeah. You it's like, are the creator of Maroon 5. Sean Bon Jovi. It's your fucking fault. So, it's, like, it's like who's, there's, like, chain smokers. Yeah. Then there's like that that other band. Uh, they make that thunder song. The thunder song. And the thunder. Uh, and the thunder. Imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. There's the magic. Uh, dra- imagine not making shitty music. It's and, more and imagine like dragons it. is like uh, it's like Christian. Like they're like are they? Yeah, they're like Creed. Yeah, they they really love Jesus and like I think the thunder is Jesus or something. The thunder is Jesus. I, I read about this. Like, they have a documentary. Because growing up in Indiana, they used to describe it being on fire. What's the, oh. You know what I mean? But, okay, what, what was the documentary? I think it's a, I never watch it. But, like, yeah. I think it's, a, it's about uh, this guy who just, I don't, I, I don't know his name. I don't know anything about these guys. I just know that one of them became super Catholic at some point And all these songs are about, like, being saved or whatever. <laughs> it's all your... F- f- John Bon Jovi, you ruin rock. Fuck you, John Bon Jovi, and fuck your feathered bangs, which you still have in somehow of an appropriate way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he has the same haircut in the 80s. It's just every decade he's modernized it slightly, but yeah. it's still the base of the same haircut. It's like when you see Pikachu evolve, <laughs> Charizard like evolve. You know uh, what I mean? How old is John Bon Jovi now? He will never die. No. He's 47, probably. Yeah. He's been 47 for the last 20 years. There's a picture of him, like, of a lot of women gave him, like, I think a blowjob. Oh, really? You know that's, that picture? There's, like, a famous picture of, like... Of John Bon Jovi getting yeah. a blowjob. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. You don't have to see it. And I have seen many pictures of 80s rock stars getting blowjobs, but somehow that that's a, that's a That's radar. a Tumblr. It's so. a Tumblr of 80s <laughs> guys getting blowjobs, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is our... Okay. Intro to the NFL... Conscious uncoupling uh, segment. Let's do it. Wherein 
Check Three it out. NFL quarterbacks are potentially looking for new homes. So we will assess their situations with their current teams. What is consciously uncoupling, you may ask? Okay, let's let Bradley Whitford uh, explain it from his guest star on Law & Order SVU. This what? is consciously uncoupling. As an ass, I am an ass, but I'm not a child molester. This is Catherine trying to get back at me for my decision to consciously uncouple. Was that before or after you got caught sleeping with your little sister? Resume. Exactly. What is uncouple? <laughs> consciously uncouple is a thing that people who read goop, do you know what goop is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit, that's what they do. So when, when Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin broke up, they didn't break up. They consciously uncoupled and what's the difference it's like breaking up without animosity ah. you like both want to move on but can you consciously uncouple that's what we're going to find out today mm, interesting who do you think our first quarterback is in our nfl offseason consciously uncoupling game? uh i it's going to be philip rivers you are right i sir. think philip rivers philip yeah. rivers former quarterback of the los angeles nay san diego chargers okay okay and this team, San Diego Chargers have said they are moving on from Phillip Rivers. So this is how we feel, okay? Okay. So this is the video to explain. Oh, yeah. He's... The relationship okay. between San Diego and now Phillip Rivers, which oh, is the, over. I have to it say, is an over relationship. I'm watching your screen, and it was, a video what like that saying? is always about video. <laughs> You know, like when it's a guy who's like talking to his, he's like instead of a selfie talking to the camera, yeah. it's always like saying sorry or like. <laughs> oh, this sir is even better. I'm glad for your John Bon Jovi and lack of rock music bridge, okay? Because much like the San Diego Chargers ended their relationship with Philip Rivers, there was a woman who hired Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath. Okay. You remember Sugar Ray? I know Sugar Ray, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Halo. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Sugar Ray. Hired him on Cameo to break up with her boyfriend. Oh, really? Yes. Take it away, Mark McGrath. Okay. What's up, Braden? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray. Off the charts, but always in your hearts. And this Cameo was booked by Cheyenne, and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for I love his Casey Kasem voice, by the way. First of all, Sugar Ray went from, like, rock star. I guess... And he had, like, a lot of surgeries in his face. Oh, my God. He looks terrible. Yeah. But he's, like, total radio entertainment tonight yeah, guy. Yeah. And they used to be, like... I didn't know this about Sugar Ray, but before their hits, they were, like, a hardcore, really? like, band. Even you know what I mean? Either. Yeah. Amazing what happens in this life. For me to say, because it's the first one of these I've done, but she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long distance relationship. Oh, no. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years and I've been with my wife a long time. And the, the biggest arguments, the biggest, you know, obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us. It makes it very difficult when we're on the road um, and it's hard. So mm, Cheyenne is trying feel to feel related. You know, feel... Brayden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold. And she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very, wow. very much. Can you imagine you're what like sitting nightmare. there like, why isn't what Cheyenne getting back to me? Cheyenne, and then all of a sudden in your inbox, you get fucking video what from a nightmare. fucking you know, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Life goes on and... Um, you know, I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is. Just I mean, what kind of monster decided <laughs> to, to stay positive, talk with like a, 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 the, the guy from Sugar Ray? You're a fan of the to Ray, like send this honored. message to someone you're supposed to love or like have right. some like that's clearly not love, love each other enough to be in a long distance relationship and try to get it to work right oh man this is so bad yeah we all can hang out but we all can make money with this oh yeah this is cameo you pay you pay him like 60 bucks and they say whatever you want i wonder if you send him excerpts from mind Kampf if you'll read that your best on that thesis man i know it's uh it's tough in the holiday season and <laughs> wow. relationships and all that stuff, man. But you've got big things ahead of you, bro. If you're working on a thesis, you've got a good life in front of you. All right. On behalf of Mark McGrath and Cheyenne, we love you, Braden. You Be don't know him. Bro. You don't love him. All right. Cold-blooded. After all those years, yeah. my boy P. Rivers. 
You know what I mean? Cheyenne's. It's just gonna do him like that. But I have to say in his favor that long long distance relationship will never work. Yeah, but also to be fair, if I, his favorite band is still Sugar Ray, she should probably break up with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. You You're, know what I'm saying? I don't know the name of the guy. What was the name of the guy who was a uh... Mark McGrath? No, 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 him. Like the guy. He's, I think Brayden. He, well, Brayden and Cheyenne. We'll, we're happy for you. We're You're happy not with this Brayden. horrible person anymore. They send you this video. Yeah, you have all the time in the world. You're working on thesis, so... To go so. to Sugar Ray concerts. <laughs> yeah. His thesis is probably on Sugar Ray. You know, his thesis is about, like, breakup videos on Cameo. Yeah. So much, like with Brayden and Cheyenne, it is over <clears throat> between Philip Rivers and the Los Angeles Chargers. He's even moved to Florida, which is where retired people move. You know um, what I mean? I have to say that before I came here, I was... Uh, this is off topic again. Yeah. Uh, I had to take, like, some medicine because yeah. I'm a little bit sick. Yeah, and uh, have that's op- good. Just I, give that Wu hand right. And to I have mic. opioids. I I just check in the label. I have like some oh, version nice. of opioids. So if I say something that I don't remember later, please <laughs> let me know. And I think he was in opioids too to make. Oh, this definitely, video. Yeah. definitely. I think that's how he gets his face like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he put opiates in his face, like you know, like every morning. <laughs> a nice opiate mask. Yeah, yeah. A nice opiate mask. Um, there's a great documentary on Netflix, The Fucking Pharmacist. It's oh. how basically these guys who made OxyContin were legal drug dealers, and uh, they ruined the entire Appalachia and middle of the country, and they don't give a fuck. But anyways, okay, that's besides the yeah, point. That's not where is Philip Rivers going to go? He could stay retired. He is in Florida. There's like a few teams that need him. While in Florida, why not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Why not take out with Jameis Winston? You know what I mean? Take his spot. See what happens. Maybe Miami. Maybe you go to Miami. Maybe you wait a little bit there until Tua is ready. Who knows? There's all kinds of possibilities. Maybe the Bears. Maybe when does this season will start again? Uh, next, or late August, September next year. Yeah, okay. So, we so he's got time. Yeah. Yeah, but I love Philip Rivers. You know why? Because he's my favorite youth pastor in America. That's your favorite youth pastor he's in America? He's my favorite youth pastor in America. You have like a America. top 10 of youth pastors? I do have a top 10 of youth <laughs> pastors in America. It's constantly changing. It takes a lot. Of it's course. like pound for pound yeah, rankings yeah, yeah. and boxing. I know. There's a lot you got to take into account, you know? But nobody proselytizes. Like this guy. The wonders of virginity. <laughs> like Philip Rivers. This, my friends, is a real video. Okay. Like, there was a, a Christian, like, uh, they would tour and go to different places and say, hey, kids, don't touch each other and, you know, love Jesus. Imagine dragons. Yeah, because those two things are, three things are mutually exclusive, yeah. Yeah. right? So this is Philip Rivers. Okay. And the name of this video, I shit you not, is called The Gift of Virginity. Wow. Okay? And it looks like every 90s PSA you've ever seen, complete with, like, that, I don't know where they find that intro music, if that's, like... I mean, a, a service like a stock one service? guy who make a lot of money with that yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but kids, if you're out there and you're like feeling a lot of urges, and you're like, oh man, should I have premarital sex? Will I be condemned to hell? Should I not have premarital sex? Let former San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers Philip Rivers tell you what to do. Solve all of your conundrums. Take it away, Phil. <laughs> Wow, his voice sounds. Tommy, the connection sucks. Of course, Tommy's not there. He's checked the fuck out. I think um, uh, the gift of virginity have to wait. Yeah, yeah. No, we can listen to it. Just we have to yeah. be very quiet. Okay. <laughs> The way I see it is, you help your wife's an amateur as well. You know, we help, I mean, that's what makes it, makes it so great, is that it, it's the first for both of you. And, and that's why, it, to, to me, it is, there's no, it, it couldn't be any better, you know, however it plays out, because it is, it is brand new in the way it should be for all of us. And, and now that I have daughters, I, I don't look at it any different way, but it, it even adds to it. You know, you know I've heard the analogy, you know, we're, we're you know, your future wife, you know, how is a guy treating her right now that you never met or how, you know, what is she? Your future wife, how is a guy treating She's getting dogged out. It's Valentine's Day, son. Um. And, and I think that's the thing to remember now that I have a daughter, you know, what, how am I going to teach her you know, as she's growing up? Dude, if you go to your daughter and you tell her, yo, you can't do this, this, and this, and this, she's going to end up on a pole. I'm always 
confused when people use their kids as an excuse for like a, you know, it's like, so before you have a daughter, you didn't believe in this, you know? <laughs> it's like, now that I have a daughter, I think that is important. It's like, yeah. well, his, his whole thing is like, it's like, it should be the first time for both of you. That's what makes it fun. No, I mean, that's not what it makes it fun. I mean, I mean, he's saying, if it's not the first time for you, what do you think your future wife is doing right now? You know, I mean, an orgy with hell. If you're, it's yeah. fun, she's probably I'm in fun, Little Wayne's fun. fucking tour bus or something. Yeah, I mean, you know fun I mean? and being happy and yeah, and being a young woman in today's yeah. society. That's great. Exactly. Uh, the worst thing is like once again, it's like this excuse to be moral is like now that i have a daughter like or my mom i might you know like you see like the woman's around you yeah it's always the worst it's like i hate when people are like defending or like talking about like i don't know a harassment or sexual harassment and they're like i know because i have a daughter it's like no you should know because you're a, you're a person you know yeah, you're a human being that shouldn't all of a sudden enlighten you as the why what about the people who doesn't have a daughter yeah you know or like a mom you they're know? just out here fucking those guys sacrificing are wild. goats and fucking dogs <laughs> and whipping women now that i have a daughter i understand that i shouldn't rape you know like that's the way they talk yeah like ted bundy now that i have a daughter i realize all those serial murders and rapings i did were completely wrong well too yeah. late yeah, okay. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Too much Ted Bundy material. Quick aside. Now Amazon has a new Ted Bundy really? thing. Really? Netflix had like three Ted Bundy things. Amazon has one from his girlfriend's point of view. You know what I mean? Which is why do you think they have like why do you think you can do so much with that particular Ted Bundy? I think killer. that we're just a sick population and we consume these things and it gives us entertainment. Like I was watching all of them. I watched all the Ted Bundys. And I watched Mindhunter, and at a certain point, I had to look at myself and go, like, why are you enjoying <laughs> watching this? And then I had a daughter, and I realized. I, that I okay, yeah, that's the way you go. Everyone should have a daughter. That's, Everyone should have a daughter. That, that, that's the only way to fix society. I, I, I was watching Macmillions. Mac, oh, I saw Macmillions. Yeah. The story about how the McDonald's game was rigged. Yeah. I've told you, we live in a post-scandal society. Not I know. Crazy. Go ahead. I know. Uh, and it, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah. now that I have a daughter, I understand now that, that you have a daughter, you stealing, understand. you know, prices from McDonald's is about a, it's it's a bad, bad idea. idea. Well, now that you have a daughter, I'm glad you can understand that. Uh, but what, by the way, is like, I mean, there's so many documentaries about crimes and like, um, well, my mom, she loves all crime. Like, crimes is her thing. She, she loves robbing. Juice. She loves killing. Every kind she of crime. She loves pillaging. She's watching it on the news or in the movies yeah, yeah, yeah. or in, like, she like fiction, nonfiction, documentary. All the know, crimes. She like crimes more than my dad, you know? Well, you know the thing? Your mom does not have a daughter. That's the reason why. You know, but technically if she, she a had a daughter, <laughs> she would see these things are wrong. In a different, yeah. Exactly. Well, she, she had a daughter, but she doesn't care. <laughs> you know? Wait, you have a sister? Yeah, I have a sister. Did I meet your sister? She's, Was she at the wedding? Yeah, she's uh, 17. Oh, yeah, I remember. I met your sister. Yeah. Okay, okay. But do you know who else doesn't have a daughter? Who, is it? who else? Cam Newton, quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. I'm so good at saying. Are you boys. sure that he doesn't have a daughter? I'm 98% sure okay. he doesn't have a daughter. Whether he has a sister or not, I'm not sure. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a daughter, okay? He's currently in a relationship with the Carolina Panthers. Nice. They've been together a long time. Mm. But now they each may want different things. So they want to uncouple, what was the name They of it? may want to consciously uncouple. uncouple. You know, Carolina Panthers owe Cam Newton $19 million next year. He's been hurt a lot. They haven't seen him in a long time, and they need they need him. They need to see him. Interesting. So they don't know where that leaves them anymore, okay? So this is what I picked, the clip that I picked, to perfectly, so you can understand, Fabrizio, Damn. to encapsulate the situation between Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. I think they've been together so long, they may just stay together. Yeah, we'll try this one. And I'll say it just once. Go ahead. Take Dude, it's too soft. For a fucking clip show. Can you move can you move the cable a little bit, maybe that's Tommy! And we are back! We're back. Thank you, shithead Tommy, for coming in. You saved the day like a first responder. Yeah, if you ever find me. Head down in a pool, like, just stuffed full of Oxycontin. We're going to go, no, why? His name was fucking Tommy, okay? I mean, the problem with Tommy is that he doesn't have a daughter. He doesn't have a fucking daughter. When he had a daughter, he will understand. Dude, when Tommy gets a daughter, his shit is going to get sorted exactly. out. Exactly. Okay, so where were we? Cam Newton. 
Okay. The Carolina Panthers. Okay. Been together a long time. Will they stay together? I don't know. Let's let the clip figure it out. I assume that they're not. (laughs) Tell you what. We could have had a good life together. Fucking real good life. Had us a place of our own. But you didn't want it, Ennis. So what we got now is Brokeback Mountain. What? Everything's built on that. That's all we got. Fucking all. So I hope you know that if you don't ever know the rest. You count the damn few times that we have been together in nearly 20 years and you measure the short fucking leash you keep me on and then you ask me about Mexico and you tell me you kill me for needing something I don't hardly never get. Starting in the playoffs. You have no idea how bad it gets. What? Very bad. And I'm not you. I can't it's like an indie movie. make it on a couple of high altitude fucks once or twice a year. This is my story. <laughs> this is like the uncut you are too Mar- much for me, yes. Son of a horse and bitch. I wish I knew how to quit you. Then why don't you? Why don't you just let me be, huh? <laughs> and that's what Cam Newton is saying to the Panthers. Really? Why don't you just let me be, huh? Um, and the Panthers are like, I just can't quit you, Jack. So Jack Twist. This video is from a like a show. Like, what's the name of this Lifetime movie? Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. It was a Lifetime movie. It was kind of like a Lifetime movie. Uh, it was like crazy rich Asians for gay people. I I never watched Brokeback Mountain. You never. It was fantastic. I feel bad about it. It's a great movie. People say it's great. I it's never mu- watched it. It was much better than Crash, which won that year. Oh, Crash won that year. Oh, because, I remember like year. reading an article is like, uh, they stole Brokeback Mountain's it uh, been best movie. Mountain. Yeah, Crash won that year, and Ryan Felipe was so excited because he was in a good movie. <laughs> it's not like a straight to DVD with Val Kilmer and Vinnie Jones. Oh, I watched Brokeback Mountain. You should. It's a nice I'm romantic a list. stay watch. Actually, I'm making a list of movies that I should watch. Like, classic movies that I, sh- I didn't watch. Yeah, 2005, I beat off to Brokeback Mountain. What is what is a movie that... I'm not ashamed to this, admit this, that this, I masturbated, my friend, to Brokeback Mountain. If you have to do it, you have to do it. Anne Hathaway's tits in that movie, gorgeous. She's naked in the movie? Oh, she's very naked in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, I just want to watch it for the art, <laughs> not for like the... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm I'm more curious about uh, if there's any movie classic movie that you didn't watch oh I'm sure but I've never seen The Goonies you never seen The Goonies yeah everyone always says you never seen The Goonies I know I know I guess that's why you know I'm lacking joy, any other movie the shine of light of inner joy in my life yeah well I don't know the movies I haven't seen I Rise of Skywalker like I a classic movie that you you know that I mean it's like no idea mm. I've seen a lot my life is very Lonely and filled with hours of solitude. I love movies because of that. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, uh, what was the relationship between Brockman Mountain and all of this? I w- I'm, I'm so confused right now. I'm sorry. I just can't quit you is the operating line there. Uh, okay. See, so Cam Newton and the Panthers who've been together a long time. But. And just like Jake Gyllenhaal can't cut, get away with a couple of high altitude fucks yeah. every other year. The Panthers are like, bro, I need you, I want you, but you can't play two regular season games a year. So this video is a need metaphor. You here. This is a metaphor. Exactly. That's cool. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. Do you get the connecting? I tissues get the now? connection. I mean, I now I, I I feel that you're doing a great job with this podcast. Thank you. Before you were unsure. I mean, with the video of the past, the youth pastor, I was like. <laughs> Maybe this podcast. It would have helped if Tommy was bad at his job, and you could kind of like hear it. Oh yeah, but I understand what he was trying to teach me. Right, right. The virginity is pretty cool. Virginity is pretty cool. Yeah. Right, and he may only be with one person. Yeah. You gotta understand, he's been with San Diego Chargers his entire career. One person. He one person, and now that one person has left him, much like Cheyenne left Braden. Mm -hmm. And what's he gonna do? Is he gonna stay with one person, or Or with the youth pastor? Find a new team. Wow. Do you see how deep that is? All Do you this, get how this deep show it is has now? Like very, very, uh, like a lot of la- layers. Layers. Yeah. There's layers. Yeah. And I don't even have a daughter, and there's fucking wow. layers, bro. Like, can you imagine when you had a daughter? Like, it's mind blown. It's I'm going to turn into a podcast Dostoyevsky or something. Exactly. It's going to be fucking exactly. crazy, bro. It's going to be insane. Okay. Are you ready for your last one? Please. If you thought the other clips were shoehorned, you're going to have to give me a shoehorn rating on this clip. Okay. Because this one, you, even I was like, yo, you're shoehorning this one a bit. But I like it because it's very sexy. Please. 
It's very it's sexy. It's Valentine's. We need it's something Valentine's sexy. It's Valentine's Day. It's very sexy. It involves Tom Brady. Okay, man. It's very sexy. You had me at Tom Brady. And his wife, who is very sexy. Right? Sexy people. Sexy. Good looking people. Fucking people. Okay? And because it is very sexy, I chose to metaphorize, not sure if that's a word. <laughs> this clip about the situation between him and the New England Patriots from the very sexy movie Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh, excuse me, I pronounced it wrong. Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Barcelona and uh, Barcelona. We we're talking about Woody Allen once again. Woody Allen once again. This is a great film. Yeah. It's one of his perfect films. You Which year I mean? is this? Maybe two thousand seven, two thousand nine. He's made two perfect films this millennia. Yeah. And that is, to me, Vicky Cristina Barcelona and Midnight in Paris. Great movies. Beautiful Midnight yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Right? Okay, so this involves the painter or the sculpturist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a... Javier Bardem. Bardem. No, Javier Bardem. Yeah, right. right. Javier Bardem, okay? And in this situation, Javier Bardem is Tom Brady. Okay. okay. Like I like what I'm S- listening. Scarlett Joh- Mar- Maria Elena, his ex-wife he's talking about, is the New England Patriots. Okay. And Scarlett Johansson is NFL free agency. Wow. <laughs> this is getting super hard to keep track on it. Do you have it again? I'll run through it again. No, no. I, Javier, I, Bardem, Javier Bardem is Tom Brady. Sexy Tom Brady. Yeah. Maria Elena. Is, we just hear her name mentioned here. Yeah, yeah. Is her, her former flame, his former flame, New England Patriots. Scarlett Johansson, who he's talking to. It's a NFL free agency. NFL free agency. You okay. got it? Okay, you're with me. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Here we go. Tom Brady's conscious uncoupling. Will it happen? Will it not? Let's see. Love and their terrible fights. He told Christina he had not wanted to. It was only one floor up to his bedroom. He told her of his marriage to Maria Elena. To make love with anyone else in the bedroom. God damn it, Tommy! This fucking. Weekend. Don't worry, I have it fixed now. We're gonna do it one more time. Let's do it. Because we cue shit up on this show perfectly every fucking time. I mean, maybe there's a metaphor into that too. <sighs> I hate you so much, Tommy. Here it is, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. He told her of his marriage to Maria Elena, Patriots, and their deep love and their terrible fights. He told Christina he had not wanted to make love with anyone else in the bedroom they shared Patriots. until now. <laughs> this time, Christina kept her food down. NFL free agency. And then sweet, sexy Tom Brady on the agency they're love. Having, they're having sex? Oh, they're having sex with oh. Javier Bardem and Scarlett Johansson. God damn, that was hard. Okay, what'd you think? On a shoehorn rating of that clip. I think it was pretty good. A 10. I think it was a 10. It's a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get everything that's happening? I think I I get it. I think I get it. It's hard for me to concentrate uh, with this, all this shit that you're throwing everywhere. (laughs) Uh, But now I understand what you're trying to say. You understand what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine three more beautiful people? No. And Javier Bardem, Penelope Cruz, and Scarlett Johansson. That. Making love in Oviedo. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Home for sculpturists. I, I there's famous. something about being in Europe and like summer in Europe and sex. Oh my god, I miss that is in perfect. I it's remember great. that in that movie, that movie, um, call me by your name. Yeah, that movie. It's about summer sex in Europe. You know, I miss Europe. Did I ever tell you I used to live in Prague? Yeah, yeah, you told me that. It was yeah. so lovely. Not anymore. I wish not anymore. I wish it was there. Right now on a portico. You know a portico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinking a fucking Pilsen. You know what I mean? Now it's like, it's too late, man. You're you're ruining your life. life. It's too, I ruined my fucking life. You just ruined it. Fuck comedy, bro. I know. You know? know. I should be like in Oviedo. Being a painter. Being a painter in Oviedo. And you know what I love about that movie? His dad is a poet. Yeah. Who refuses to publish. Oh yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. angry at the world, but he lives in the most beautiful Spanish villa. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> weird how, how Woody, pay for Woody Allen talk about like super rich people. You know, like yeah. every movie you're like, like Noah Bulbach. These people had to be super mega super rich, rich. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, have yeah, this yeah, yeah. experience, especially Vicky Cristina Barcelona, because they're all like they're all in, like Gap Year or whatever from New York City, just like old, living in a lot of movies, Spain like, and Barcelona, and it's like very old school how they just know a family over there you know what i mean and all of this is like super rich people that we're never gonna meet exactly know? exactly okay 
So that is it. So what are my predictions for these three conscious uncoupling? Please. I'm glad you fucking asked. I want to know. I want to know. I think our dear virgin is going to stay with his one woman and he's going to retire. Good. I think P. Rivers is done. Cam Newton, I think. The Carolina Panthers are going to have a hard time with it because they can't quit him. He's their hero. He's their MVP. He took him to the Super Bowl. But I think eventually, I think now is the time. To move on. Much like Jake Gyllenhaal just had to give up on Heath Ledger. That's the that, way life Heath works. Heath Ledger couldn't be there for yeah. him in Brokebank. I think Gyllenhaal is going to do the same thing. I think Cam Newton is going to end up on the Chicago Bears. Okay. Okay. And Tommy Brady? What happened with Tommy? Sweet, sweet, sexy Tommy Brady. What do you think well, what happened happen? in Vicky Cristina Barcelona? Didn't Maria Elena came back? Didn't Maria remember. Elena I don't remember. take him with a gun and shoot him at the end? Oh, really? I think, yes. He's going to end up with the Patriots again. But if not, it's going to have to be something sexy. Yeah. If it's not Penelope, it's going to have to be ScarJo. Mm. And that ScarJo is the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, wow. L.A., moving into the new home. Yeah, it has Giselle, to be like something interesting and sexy you know, and, yeah. But he won't be able to wear his fucking stupid turtlenecks anymore because it'll be <laughs> too hot outside. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that those are your predictions based on this clip. Yes, yes. And now everything makes sense. Do you now. get it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything makes sense. But it is a clip show. Yeah, it's a clip show. It's a clip show for yeah, Brazio. Yeah, yeah. It's a clip show. It's, a cli- it's like the soup. It's like the soup, right? Um, so... Before we go, okay, we're quickly going to go. It was the NBA trade deadline, everybody. And you know we love the NBA here, right? We all love the NBA. The NBA is my Mary Elena. You know who loved the NBA? Yeah. China. <laughs> they love the NBA. They sent back all their players. Like all the American uh, players in China really? are all home now. Really? Yeah, Lance Stevenson was at the game because uh, the Pacers game because they can't be in China because of the Wuhan. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Okay, real quickly. We're going to go up through this. All right. Okay, let's do it. First trade. Marcus Morris gets traded. Okay. Do you know Marcus Morris? No, no. of course not. Marcus Morris gets traded uh, from the New York Knicks, the terrible New York Knicks, to the very good Los Angeles Clippers. Okay, and this is actually live footage of this. Live, can you believe exclusive? A wow. fanatics exclusive. Live footage. This is a scene of a movie. Live footage <laughs> of uh, if the clip fucking works, Tommy. Of Marcus Morris escaping the New York Knicks. Oh, please, God, work. Andy crawled to freedom through 500 yards of shit-smelling foulness I can't even imagine. But maybe I just don't want to. Five hundred yards. That's the length of five football fields. Just shy of half a mile. Marcus Morris, much like Andy Dufresne, had to crawl through 500 yards of organizational shit this that is, is the New York Knicks to make it to the Los Angeles Clippers. What? Which movie is this? Shawshank Redemption. Okay, I was right. I was right. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was like a commercial. You know? My <laughs> it sounded like so a milk. fake Morgan Freeman voice, yeah, actually. Yeah, I thought you know? like, oh, this is like a shitty commercial. It totally sounded like a fake Morgan Freeman yeah, voice. Yeah. But yeah, the metaphor applies here because the Knicks... Very shitty. Very <laughs> shitty the Knicks are. I'm surprised you didn't get that or the broke back. Two very <laughs> obvious plays. Okay. Next. So I'm very happy for Marcus Morris. Yeah. Okay. Knicks are tired. Next. Andre Drummond. All-star Andre Drummond. $29 million a year. Andre Drummond. Leading the league in rebounds. Andre Drummond. Okay? Okay. Gets traded for a second-round pick. That's it? And a couple expiring contracts? So he's in trouble? He got traded for nothing, basically, oh, to the Cavaliers. Oh, true. Okay? So that must be very confusing. So for this trade, here's how I judge this. Let me see if you can figure out what's going on okay. in this clip. Okay, please. okay, please. Okay, I'm not even going to set it up. Okay. This is Andre Drummond the night after he found out, woke up and found out he got traded to the Cavaliers. So hold on a minute, right? <laughs> Genuinely, this couple have woke me up, right, on their couch, right? <laughs> this is absolute gospel, right? <laughs> This couple have woke me up, right, and went, like, who are you, right? <laughs> and I'm like, he told them I just went was at this party last night here, and, and they're like, there was no party. <laughs> I'm like, no, there was. I remember the, the Northern Lights, right? <laughs> and he went, no, trust me, there's no party here last night. <laughs> he 
was just woke up and couch right so I went to get a taxi last night gospel I went to get a taxi last night the taxi's left and I've come into the rank house <laughs> I've come into the rank house got a cover went to sleep and this couple look this couple woke me up this morning like that who are you? that was the cover we were sitting at the fire last night <laughs> so what I've done is <laughs> Instead of getting back into the party, I went into the house next door. <laughs> I went into the house next door. And thank, thank God, this woman's from Glasgow, so she's like, I'm your welcoming. <laughs> Cup of tea, a fag. The light of the party was next door. <laughs> no danger. They're like, you've you woke up and there's a pot of noodles. <laughs> Okay, so I what happened? I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> that mumbling Australian man. Scottish. Oh, Scottish. Just so confusing. I have no idea what just he happened. He went to a party. Okay. And then he went to get the cab. Okay. His friends left without him. So okay. he went back into the party and he went to sleep. He was not at the party. He went to the next door neighbor's house. Oh, no. So he woke up there. But the people were so nice. They're like, a cup of tea? Would you like a cigarette? Wow, that's... And that's all? That's, that's, that's it. He's like, thank you for being so understanding. So much like Andre Drummond. Why they were laughing so hard to find himself anecdote. out in a different fucking city. And if it's a different house. In a different house in a different city. That's nice. Yes. Okay. Next clip. Okay. This Minnesota is in a language that I can understand. Yes. Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Have Carl Anthony Towns. And, you know, they're middling. They're shitty team. Yeah. He wants his best friend, D'Angelo Russell. Okay. On the fucking team. Okay? And they tried and tried all year. Didn't look like it was going to happen, but it finally fucking happened. Okay. This is actually live footage, Fabrizio. Live footage again? Live footage. Wow. Live footage. This, this show have a lot of resources. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Carl Anthony Towns being reunited with D'Angelo Russell. Wow. Live fucking footage. I'm already emotional. We live in a cynical world. A cynical, fucking cynical world. I know this. I know. And we work in a business of tough competitors. Tough competitors. That division is no joke. I love you. You complete me. This is this is it. This is it. I'm just has you had me at hello. You had me at hello. She let you in her car. She let you in her heart. First of all, clumsiest analogy is an analogy or a metaphor. Secret garden. That's a vagina. That's the vagina, the secret garden? That's what he's thinking about. Mm. She let you in her car, yeah. in her secret Great garden tonight. Yeah. So there you go, fellas. Get in that secret garden tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is Valentine's. But very sweet. Time for secret garden. Very sweet. D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. Content. Can yeah, you imagine yeah. the yeah. relationship they had? By the way, last movie I cried during. The Jeremy Maguire? Yeah, I cried. Fucking, I watched see? it again three weeks ago. Yeah. I was great the, movie. It's so good. Great fucking movie. It's such movie. a good movie. Great movie. I love it. The whole build up to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I love Tom Cruise. Love Tom Cruise. Love Tommy C. Yeah. Ignore all the slave labor in the Scientology. Yeah. Good actor. The best runner in movies. Yeah. I've been saying it for at least fifteen years. Finally people have caught on with me because I'm ahead of my time. Yeah, yeah. Great runner. Nobody runs Nobody run as like fast as that fucking guy. I think in YouTube there's a clip of him like running for an hour yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch I'm that every pretty morning. sure he could take Usain Bolt. Yeah. Because I saw the last Mission Impossible movie, the entire Kremlin is falling apart. He outruns yeah. the cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he was at Pompeii or Vesuvius or whatever, Chills he would have been the only motherfucker yeah. who outran yeah. that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out. Pompeii. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, so, uh, well, I think this is the, the most Valentine clip of Valentine's. 
Yeah, or the program. Also, Jerry Maguire, very realistic. It took him a few times to get that relationship to work. Yeah. You know? Not like in other movies was like that. You like felt the no, ups no, no, and no. downs, the ebbs yeah. and flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's the last movie you cried during Fabrizio Capano? Last movie that I cried, oof, I think maybe Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3? Yeah. Well, all the Toy Stories are brutal. Yeah. And Toy brutal. Story 3, like pretty much... It's like all the Toy Stories are terrible because they're the story of existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. What happens when you have no use? What happens when your family members die? Yeah. What happens when they don't care with you? If that's not sad enough, also coupled with an ending that's similar to Schindler's List. No, and the, the like the idea of growing up and like le- yeah. le- leaving things behind. Sure. Like, that's that's too hard. heavy, bro. Yeah, yeah. But what happens at the end of the movie? They go to literal concentration camps. Remember that bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a concentration so. camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he literally throws them in a crematorium. Did you watch the... The, the lava flow. You're it's right. It's like literally the no, it's that fucking scene, same that's, thing as Schindler's List. That scene, I Who was like... Who the fuck is running Disney? I was like, damn it, they're going to do it. They're, they're going to kill this toy. They're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to say? Uh, did you watch the last one? Toy yes. Story 4? The one, it should have been entitled Toy Story, Why Are We Making This? Oh, yeah, Money. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's we have nothing else to say we have on the subject. Nothing else to say. Yeah, we already finished the story. And also, um, Tim Allen is too Republican to give him a real yeah, role in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think like they know that. So Buzz like here is like, uh, dude, he has like twelve lines in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like the whole the whole series is like their friendship. Woody yeah. and Buzz. Yeah. Woody and Buzz. And this one's like fuck Buzz. Fuck Buzz. Woody's gotta get some fucking wooden dog. Little yeah. Bo Peep. Secret Garden. Yeah, Secret Garden. Secret, Secret Garden. Secret Garden. Um, it could also be this clip. Okay. Which is another take on the You Complete Me. Got it. And I'll tell you why afterwards. How do you go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. You're garbage. You kills for money. Don't talk like. <laughs> You're, You're garbage. garbage. You kills for money. That's also what Timberwolves fans thought of Andrew Wiggins and his large contract. So. It works on both counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh have to say, um, last night they showed this the Batman new outfit. Yeah. Did you watch it? No. What is that? It's a There's the, a show called Batman New Outfit. No, no, no. The Batman Batman the new outfit for like the I don't know. Movie. I literally don't know what you're saying. They're making a new movie. Yes. The the Batman. And last night, oh, so the name of the movie is not Batman no, New Outfit. It's which the would Batman. be an interesting take on Batman meets Project Runway. Oh yeah, Batman yeah. the outfit. So this is a uh, I'm showing you pictures of Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, but he's got a nice jawline. Draw dr- dresses Batman. He's got a nice jawline. I like it. I like it. This is a new. Yeah, and I I think there's a theory that the bat symbol is made out of the gun of that killed his parents. Kill his parents. So emo, dude. So fucked fucking. Fucking. What does he sit upstairs in the back cave listening to My Chemical Romance all night? <laughs> like what the fuck? Okay. I think that's Batman from Twilight. That is Batman from Twilight, and of course, two more trades for Brizio. Please. Okay. This mm-hmm. one involves Miami Heat and the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Okay. The Memphis Heat. The, the Heat gave up Justice Winslow. Okay. But they got in return, you know, and uh, NBA Finals MVP Andre Iguodala, and they got off of two expiring contracts of Dion Waiters and James Johnson. It should, it should be fucking impossible. Like, there's no way they should have been able to get out of that for them, you know? Mm-hmm. But the Miami Heat, doing what they always do, Pat Riley is a goddamn wizard, you know what I mean? And somehow they made this deal happen. So the Heat are primed again, ready to chase free agents in 2021, ready to make short-term moves, fucking, in the meantime, to chase a championship. And fucking, you know what? I'm not happy, but here's Pat Riley. Live! Again? May I remind you? Wow. This is real footage of Pat Riley. Okay. After he made this trade. Who do you think you are? I am! What are you saying? (laughs) This is professional baller Phil Weber. Phil Weber just hit a strike to win some bowling open. Okay. And he loses his fucking mind and just starts yelling random things. But what he said. He says, says, who do you think you are? I am. Wow. That's very existential. Yeah, yeah. Very. Right? Yeah. It opens up. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. It's like Descartes. Yeah. Like Rene Descartes. I think, therefore, I am. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. Fucking Pat Riley killing the goddamn game. Okay. All right, and our last trade of the night review 
of our Valentine's Day. Well, we're no longer in Valentine's Day territory, but it's still Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, it's still Valentine's Okay. This is baseball. Okay. Do you know how often we talk about baseball? Nothing. Like twice in we this whole baseball. fucking podcast. I don't hate baseball. I like the history of baseball. I like baseball movies. I like the mythology of baseball. But not you're not a fan. The game itself is kind of boring. It's too long. I mean, it was meant for the 1930s, like where yeah. you would work in a factory yeah. for like 18 hours. So just give you like an ex- escape yeah. for like four like, hours. Oh, shit, I, can, I don't have to work. I can go to the ballpark and be there for the entire length of a Bollywood yeah. film. Yeah. I feel about baseball the same way I feel about Bollywood films, basically. Mm. Too long. Too and long. just when you think it's over. You think there's a way they can they can one day decide, like, hey, let's make baseball an hour. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Well, they did it with cricket, <coughs> kind of. They, yeah, they, they changed the rules of cricket. But the, people are so up the ass on the history of baseball that they'll never let them change it. No, you're right. You know? Uh-oh. Fuck the baseball gods coming They're after attacking us. Attacking us. Yeah, seriously. But like like for instance, like you know how basketball has a shot clock? Yeah, yeah. Baseball should have a pitch clock. So they can't stand there for fucking thirty hours no. scratching their asses. Twenty four seconds, thirty seconds, make the goddamn pitch. So you're fixing baseball. Yes. Okay. Fi- I can fix the world. If you if you if, I mean if they let you me. don't have power. That's the problem. If I had the power. You don't have power. I don't have power. No. But if I did. But you don't have. To. But if I had a daughter that's that's gonna give you the power that to I see the life it. in a different perspective. Okay, so the worst trade I've probably ever seen in the history of fucking trades is um, the Mookie Betts trade. Uh, basically, Mookie Betts, the best trade, best player in baseball, arguably, uh, traded for bits and pieces to the Dodgers. Uh, so Mookie Betts and David Price go to the Doyers for Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. Connor Wong, basically trading ten dollars for fifty cents. Um. So how do they sell this to the fans? Fabrizio, you may no ask. Idea. I have no idea. In the same way that Jim Baker sells Silver Solution, Pastor Jim Baker sells Silver Solution to his TV crowd, which, I don't know you can know this, can cure coronavirus. What? Yeah. Listen this influenza thing. that is now circling the globe, you're saying that Silver Solution would be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains yeah. of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. Totally yeah. eliminate it, kills it, and deactivates it. Yeah. And then it boosts your immune system, so then you can support the recovery, because when you kill the virus, then the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you want a vibrant immune system as yeah. well as an ability to deactivate these viruses. That's so good. Well, I mean, it makes sense. But Listen, we haven't tested it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, we don't even know what we're talking, but I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I, I love the theory of Trump. That the summer is going to kill. Well, well, I didn't hear it exactly. He said, like, I've tuned it all a out. lot of people are saying that the hate of the summer will kill coronavirus. Or <laughs> it's like, what the? You like, know, it's going to get hot outside. It's going to kill the virus. It's like, that's not how it works. It's not, well, you know, uh, windmills give you cancer. And uh, the heat will kill cancer. That's, yeah. That, that's the way Did you know that? No. Well, now you fucking know it. Like, yeah. I don't even know why we need scientists. No. I mean, we have Trump. Yeah, we have Trump. He can figure it out. I mean, that guy really knows more than science. Like, he's the best at science. Yeah, he's also an anti-vaxxer. Did you know that? No. He's like, I see a boy. Well, it makes sense. It's yeah. a beautiful boy. Smiling boy. Beautiful boy. They pump him full of fucking things. All of a sudden, he's autistic. You know? I think the, Trump's and, hair is autistic. I think we should anti-vax that. And then, yeah. like, when he's autistic, he's not beautiful anymore? That's it. Maybe. He's like, oh, now he's ugly. He's like, <laughs> well, what? you saw him mocking the disabled reporter. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how it wasn't over then. No, I know. Or even the John McCain thing. Like, I remember Everything. Mowing, I remember mowing the lawn, and I was listening to some news podcasts. I was back visiting my parents, mowing the lawn, and I hear him. Uh, he goes, yeah, I like people who don't get captured. That's who I like. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay. That it's Trump over. thing was kind of fun. It's over now. Yeah. You know, you can't make fun of the U.S. military in any way. Yeah. But it turns out uh, Republicans have no consistent morality they when it care. comes to military, budget. Anything. Or anything. Yeah, anything. <laughs> anything. No. It's just win to win. Yeah. The ends justify the means, except for there are no ends. No. It's just a. I think they're going to destroy the planet and then it's, 
we are gonna have to it's rebuild just the whole an ship. existentialist self-draining fucking sink you I, know what i mean i think the world is uh it needs like revolution coming from long chile long chile long chile and more daughters exactly that's and that's it Thank you for coming. Thanks for it's having me. Sorry, I, I'm sick. Valentine's Day. I shouldn't energy, have touched you. Your hands are very soft. That's not you. a working man, ladies and gentlemen. There's I, no calluses on that hand. He's never touched a factory I, job I, in his life. And I will never do it. That's an intellectual. The only callus this motherfucker is getting is from golf clubs. I, Ain't that right, Fabi? I touch microphones. He touches microphones. And then other people touch them. Yeah. And they get coronavirus. Luckily enough, I have a lifetime supply of silver solution. If you are looking for silver solutions, contact me. I'm undercutting Jim Baker's price. Okay? I've gone to his wholesaler. <laughs> I bought it for the wholesale price. I'm undercutting him by a dollar. Not only will my silver solution, which is better than yeah. Jim Baker's yeah. silver solution, mine kills coronavirus. It kills SARS. SARS? It kills Ebola. What? Zika? It kills AIDS. What about Zika? It does. I don't even know what that is, but I'm pretty sure it kills it. I'm sure. It kills non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. It cures most VD. So why you're not rich? How do you know that I am not? I know that you're not. You know, because I'm saving the money. <laughs> I'm putting it in a trust fund. Okay. For my future daughter. That's, I mean, once again, you learn your lesson. I learned my lesson. Well, man, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. It was Fabrizio. a fun show. It's been I'm, fun. I feel bad that I'm, I'm sick. I feel like I... I Don't. I Only feel bad if you're a Tommy. And with that, let's end this shindig. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for being you. Thank you, guys. Enjoy VD Day. Have a good time. Love you. Peace in the world. VD. VD. Good night.